Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Self Therapy. This is your host, Daniel Dunn. And today I'm going to be talking about structure. Now, when you think of structure, um, I think a few things comes to mind. Something like a building. I sound so dumb right now. Something like a building or, you know, something like structure in terms of a home, like the structure of, you know, like the morals of a home. Or maybe you could be considering something like work and having, you know, structure. But when I say structure, what I mean is having structure in your person, just in life in general, whether that be personal or career-based or just anything like that. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm more referring to when I say structure. Actually, let me give you all the definition of structure. The verbs, the verb definition of structure is construct, construct or arrange according to a plan, give a pattern or organization to. So when I talk about structure today, I'm talking about adding structure to one's life. I will more hit on the topic of how I have personally structured my life or how structure works in terms of my life and the way that I live and how I carry myself when it comes to things such as schoolwork, work, work, personal life, you know, things of that matter. Okay, so the first thing first is when I talk about structure, I think that people have different structures in life when it comes to different times in your life or like different aspects. Like, for instance, when you're at work, you're not focused on the same things that you're focused on when you're at home or, you know, when you're at school, like if you're in college or even like grade schools, you're not focused on the same thing when you're in all these different places because you have different end goals for each one of these different places. That's still, that same thing goes for places like the gym or maybe... I don't know, the mall. I don't know. It's just like, there's like different end goals in mind when you're at these different places. So I feel like you have to have different priorities. So structure in my life looks like a lot of to-do lists. And a lot of putting my personal events on calendars. Now, I don't know who needs to hear this, but calendars are essential. They're the way to go. Especially when you have like a busier schedule. You could have like two jobs and you're in college or you could, I don't know, you have all these family events that you usually go to or maybe... You have a lot of friends and you have different, you know, plans with all your different friend groups that you have to keep up with. I'm telling you, get, not get a calendar, not like a, well, it could be a physical, tangible calendar if that's what's going to make you remember. But I use like digital calendars, like the ones that comes on my phone and stuff of that matter. And they work like wonders, like, because I'll be forgetting that I have to go to somewhere 
or do something and I get a reminder on my calendar and it's like, oh, in two days you have to go to da 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 da. And it saves me time because a lot of the times, I'm not even going to lie, I will overschedule myself and I'll be like, oh, wait a minute, I can't even do that because I already planned to go to this. So, calendars are essential when you're trying, when you're thinking of things such as structure and organization in general. Another thing that comes to mind is to-do lists. Um, I use a lot of to-do lists. Um, I actually have an iPad. Um, I got a newer one for Christmas a couple Christmases ago. And I got an Apple Pencil with it. So, um, and I bought this app. I think it was like $1.99 at the time. I don't know. It was, um, it's, it's an app called Good Notes. And I just have like a book of all, all like the documents that I've written of to-do list and whether if it be for personal life like cleaning or homework or my podcast or you know things of that matter it really does help keep me organized and puts like a certain element of structure into my daily life because I feel like I'm so less stressed when I have it all documented out so I don't have to like recall things from my just from memory of what I'm supposed to be doing or what I need to do so that I'm not behind or, you know, things for that matter. So I think those two are like my holy grails when it comes to structure and organization. And I don't know what I would do without the two. I think another thing that um, comes with structure is discipline not saying that I have a lot of discipline because I don't. I'm currently working on that. But I think that discipline is, plays a major role in structure because you wouldn't be able, I don't think you would be able to live as a structured life as you would want to live if you're not able to tell yourself what you should and should not be doing to help you better reach your goal, whether if it be in a quicker time or whether if it be better quality for whatever, you know, you're trying to craft or whatever you're trying to build, you know, things of that matter. I also think that structure is required when you go to college, especially because I think the reasons that so many students, you know, like drop out or don't want to, you know, do college anymore is because they lack structure. They don't know when their due dates are for their assignments. So they turn in a bunch of late work. Or maybe, and I'm guilty of that, I've forgotten to write to-do lists and forgotten to put stuff in my calendar. And I'd be like, wait a minute, that's due today? It's a long story. College is a whole other ballgame. But I think that discipline is key to structure because, you know, they go hand in hand to a certain point. Because I think when you think of things such as discipline and structure, I think what I'm talking about is like, for instance, if I have a to-do list and I have to and I have due dates on the list and the due dates fall within the next couple of days, if not the day of, I think it's um, imperative that, you know, you get the stuff done so you're not stressing over, you know, upcoming due dates or past due dates on the list. And instead, you know, you can just go ahead and get those done. 
and you know provide structure so that you're not because i feel like if you have due dates and you don't do them when they're due i feel like you're not only messing up whatever you need to turn in i feel like you're also messing up things that are like you know up next in the future it could be like for the next couple days or it could be for like the next couple weeks because i know for me personally like for college once i had like um not done this one assignment or two assignments or whatever and there were like essays or things of that matter I was behind for like a week or two because I'm like, okay, now I need to do this, which is going to push back the duty on this. And it just, it was a lot. So I think that having discipline is also key when you're, when thinking of things such as structure. Now, transitioning from college to home in the summertime in terms of structure, it was very weird. Um... You know, in college, I had created, like, such a balanced, I want to say, life. Like, I had, like, a set group of friends, and we would do homework, and we would, you know, go out, but whatever, whatever. But I feel like I was always busy, which I kind of liked. And it's not even for, like, because I never had anything to think about. it. I mean, never had any time to think or whatever. It was just like I enjoyed being busy because I always felt like I was being productive and doing something with my life instead of just like sitting back and being like, oh, my gosh, what's now? You know, so I think that when I transitioned from college and having like six, seven classes of homework to do and having all my friends around and all these different attractions because I was living in downtown, having all these attractions to um, go see and do and look at and whatever, I think that, you know, it kind of like, it kind of bummed me out at first because I was like, I'm bored. Like, I'm bored out of my mind. Like, I don't have any assignments due. Um, I don't have, like, there's no places that I would can go explore and, and go, you know, look at and have fun. You know, there's no people of my age around that are just like readily available to go and do stuff with. So it's um it was like really different transitioning from college to home because I'm like there's I'm sorry if y'all can hear that plane right now. <laughs> but yeah, there was like no what's the word I'm looking for? There was no structure essentially so I was just bored and I had and I started to look for other ways of structure and that's how I kind of stumbled well re-stumbled upon my podcast and I'm like wait a minute like because um if you don't know podcasting is so much work like it's a lot of work you have to come with come up with ideas and record and edit and um, come up with ways to market your podcast and run the podcast accounts and you know all the other stuff and transfer the files it's a lot so it, I mean it takes up like hours of my day whenever I'm like um you know dedicating it to my podcast so I was like wait a minute um, I can really get consistent with my podcast now that I don't have any homework to, you know, focus on. Because the only reason I don't really drop episodes like that during, you know, the school year is because I'm more focused on my homework. 
Um, so I don't really have a lot of time to put into my podcast as I would like to have, which is why y'all were getting like one episode a month, if that. So I'm now I'm like, okay, I can, you know, I tried to find structure in other forms. So I did not get bored and I did not feel like out of the loop because to a certain point I was feeling like lazy and um, having like a slump because I'm like, okay, I literally have nothing to necessarily like hyper fixate on, I guess you can say, because I'm like, I'm telling you, like whenever I got bored, I was like, okay, I can just go and do homework. But the thing with that is I was like kind of romanticizing my life a bit by going to like a coffee shop or going to the library or even just going to the common space in my dorm and doing my homework, you know, and just having fun with it. So... I think when that ran out for me, I think that life got a bit boring. And I was searching for structure, but I found it with my podcast. I just want to retouch on the calendar thing really quick. I'm really telling y'all calendars are that girl. Like... And and it's so convenient because you can put your work calendar on that. And then not only that, if you have like parents or friends or, you know, siblings, so on and so forth, who are always asking you, oh, my gosh, what are you doing today? What are you doing today? Da, da, da. You can just add them on one of your calendars and they can have updates on you so they don't have to ask you and they can just go look at your calendar or they can get the same alerts that you get when you're supposed to be going places So they're not asking you where you're going and they already know where you're going or what you're doing on that specific day. So I think calendars are really cool. I think another reason why structure can be so important. Anyways, I think another reason why structure can be so important is because not only does it save you time when you don't have to really, you know, put a lot of thought process into what you're supposed to be doing whether if it be cleaning or whether if you're going to the grocery store and you made a a list of what you need at the grocery store or whether if it be what you could do on that day, maybe you have like errands to run or chores to do or something like that. Not only does it save you on time of like planning stuff, it also, it kind of like reduces your stress a bit because it's kind of like, okay, I don't really have to stress about what I'm supposed to be doing or you know, asking myself, am I supposed to be doing something on this day? Because I feel like another reason why structure is so important is because even on days when you give yourself a rest, you can feel more stress-free when you know for a fact that there's not really anything that you have to necessarily do on that day. And you can really just like take time to relax knowing that everything that may be due or everything that, you know, has a deadline is either already in the past and done or is way off in the future and doesn't need to be done at that very present moment. So I think that having structure for that reason is also very important. Along with that, I think that structure is just very important, especially if your life... I feel like another thing that's misconceptualized is that structure or like organization, because I feel like they fall within the same category... I think another thing that's really misinterpreted is that only like people who have jobs and are in college and do internships, you know, like people who have very busy lives, they're the only ones that, you know, need to be this organized and this structured about their life. But I think that's like the wrong way to look at it, because I think that even if you don't have, you know, that much stuff going on, 
and you still make to-do lists, you keep up with calendars and things like that, I feel like your life could still be a lot more stress-free just because of the way that you're keeping up. Like, maybe, because sometimes I'll look back and I'll be like, okay, like, maybe on this to-do list I could do this. And then sometimes I do forget to do stuff on my to-do list or I will forget because a lot of the times I memorize my to-do list, but then I'll look back and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't do this. But if I ha- but had I not done this, then my assignment would have been, you know, late and I would go to zero on that. So I think to-do lists can, you know, help anyone, even if your life isn't that, you know, busy. Even if you just do have like one job and you only need like a calendar for your job or if you only need a to-do list for all of your homework, I think that to-do lists can still be very helpful for you as well. Or a calendar. I think another thing that's really important when it comes to structure is creating goals. I think that I think that most of the time, I will not say all the time, but I think for the most part, there should be an end goal for whatever you're trying to achieve. I feel like almost anything that you're working towards there should be some kind of, you know, goal in mind that you can work towards because I feel like it increases worth at work ethic and makes you it, words. It makes you go harder for what you want, you know. So I think having a goal in mind for things that you do, whether it be having a to-do list for your homework for the week, the goal is to do your homework before the end of the week so you get good grades on all of it. Or whether if it be, you know, cleaning the house before your um, relatives get there. Or whether if it be, I don't know, going to Walmart and having a grocery list. You know, getting all the groceries on the list. I think that having goals is very important. And not only, you know, to-do list goals. I think having goals in general, whether, you know... Like for me, for instance, my podcast... Having a to-do list for my podcast, there's an end goal in mind is to help my podcast grow. And that's why, you know, I have stuff on my list like make sure you're posting regularly on all your socials and make sure you're editing videos so they can be released on time and things of that matter. So I think that having goals is so important in lists because not only does it make you go harder, but I think it also kind of like puts it into perspective what you're really, you know, looking for when it comes to what you're working on. Now, I feel like with having structure, I think something that's very misconceptualized, again, is the fact that I think that people who have structure and, you know, have their whole entire lives planned out, they don't really plan any free time. I think it's completely okay and it's actually imperative that everybody have days where they literally why are there planes flying over my house babes like we don't have an airport within like 20 miles of here i think that is actually important that you take days where you don't do anything where you don't i'm not saying like don't talk to anybody just sit in a in a blank room and just stare at the walls all day long 
But I'm saying I think there are days that are intended to where you don't have a plan for the day. You just go and do what you want to do or you just go shopping for clothes randomly or you just go to Walmart and see what you want to pick up and you just pick some stuff up. I think that it will drive you mad if you have a plan for every single day of the week. I don't think that that's, you know, humanly acceptable. I don't think that anybody, no matter how much of an important life that you live, I don't think anybody should live around a plan 365 days of the year. I think that it's pretty, you know, eh, I don't, mm. because I feel like it kind of gets boring. I feel like having switching it up sometimes makes your life more excitable and more like enjoyable because I don't know about y'all, but I would hate to know exactly how my day is going to go every single day. So I think having those days where you're just spontaneous and you go do random things sometimes, or maybe you're at home all day and you decide not to do anything. I think having those days are very important for yourself and for your mental health and not, you know, go insane. Another thing is like having bedtime routines. I think that having a bedtime routine has helped me tremendously when it comes to things such as skincare. Because I kind of got myself in the habit of doing skincare when I believe it was like over quarantine, like very, very, very beginning of quarantine. I was like, okay, I'm going to take this skincare stuff seriously. Like I'm going to, you know, start face washing, moisturizing and all that other stuff every single day. And I did. So um, I think, you know, building a routine is a huge part of adding structure to your life. And it doesn't have to be a bedtime routine. It could be like an early morning routine or like a get ready with me routine or, you know, get ready with me routine like this is a YouTube girl, please. Like, you know what I mean? I think that having some kind of routine in your life, whether it be your routine breakfast, even though that kind of gets boring. But, you know, having maybe a shower routine, some kind of routine, I feel like that gives your life structure that makes you kind of you kind of like look forward to that point in the day. Because I personally look forward to my, um, you know, nighttime routine, because when I do it, I like play music loud and, you know, just sing, dance, whatever in, in the bathroom when I'm washing my face, moisturizing. Maybe I'll be washing my hair that day or shaving or washing, you know, who knows? But I think adding routine to your life kind of makes your life more enjoyable because I know I was literally just telling y'all to like not do the same thing every single day. But I think having like one segment of the day, like I said, bedtime routine, early morning routine, lunch routine, um, car routine. I don't know, some kind of routine that you routinely do. Count. Let's see how many times I said take a shot every time I said routine if you're if you're of age. If you're of age. Yeah, right. Um, I think having some kind of routine every single day. I think that social media has really mm, boggled our brains when it comes to having routines. Because I feel like especially TikTok, those people that get up at like 3.30 in the morning or people who, you know, eat food that they've prepared for the whole entire week in just like one day 
or the people who go to bed at 4 a.m. and get up at 1 p.m. or um, the people who go for five mile jogs every single day or I don't know. You know, people who have very unique routines, I feel like have kind of boggled people's minds on social media because I think they've sold the idea that, well, actually, social media is a wild place and I feel like you should not be listening to anybody's advice unless it applies to you very personally in your life. But that's just me. Moving on from that disclaimer, I think that social media has boggled a lot of people's brains because I think that people are feeling like they need to adapt to other people's routines, whether it be waking up at four in the morning every single morning, even though they don't go to work until like 10 o'clock in the morning because somebody else is doing it and they said that it's their healthy lifestyle. I think that you can have a healthy lifestyle and still wake up at nine o'clock in the morning. You know, I think that you can have a healthy lifestyle and wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning. I think that you should not be following other people's routines because it worked for them and you haven't tried to make a routine. That may work for you just as well, if not better, because everybody doesn't have the same exact thing going on. Some people have jobs that start at 4.30 in the morning, like my father. Some people have, you know, jobs that don't start until um, 4.30 in the evening. You know, some people have two jobs, three jobs. Some people have no jobs. I think that routine is selective for each and every single person. And I think that nobody should be trying to follow another person's routine unless you live very similar lifestyles. Because, I, again, I don't think that... And I don't think it's imperative for you to go on a five-mile jog and you know you work customer service and you know you're going to be tired when you get out of the jog. Or, you know, you go to the gym right before you go to work and because you're trying to follow all these um, lifestyle routine people who have office jobs and corporate jobs and you work on your feet from nine to five. I don't think that, you know, it's really healthy. I don't think so personally because I feel like you're kind of exhausting yourself. I know people are like, I get energy from working out. Yeah, some people do, but then some people don't. Some people do feel tired and pooped after they work out and all they want to do is relax and go home and go to sleep. So I don't think that it's necessarily healthy to follow another person's routine when their lifestyle doesn't necessarily apply to your own. I feel like this can also, I feel like it also is sometimes too time consuming for, you know, the person who's trying to follow their you know, peers' lifestyles. I think that, you know, some people don't have time. Like I said, people who work two, three, four, five jobs, they don't really have time to go to the gym for two hours and then go to, you know, the sauna for one hour and then go get smoothies and then go take a shower and, you know, make breakfast and then go to work. Some people don't have enough time for that. So that's another reason why I think that you should really try to curate your own routine, your own schedule, your own, you know, thing instead of following other people's. Like I said, unless your lifestyles are very similar. But moving on from routines, I feel like you should choose. Okay. I feel like you should choose certain times when you know that you will do certain things. 
But I don't feel like you should feel accountable, fully accountable or guilty when you're not able to complete these tasks. Now, for example, let's say you want to clean the bathroom every Tuesday at, you know, maybe four o'clock when you get off of work. Now, I don't think that you should feel guilty or feel like you're a bad person because you know you were not able to clean the bathroom on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Because maybe your shift ran longer until 5 and you're tired and you all you want to do is go to sleep. Or maybe, you know, you um, cleaned the bathroom on Wednesday, I mean, on Monday accidentally because you thought it was Tuesday and you feel like you're going to mess up your whole schedule if you don't do it again tomorrow. I think that it's okay to not do something that you said you were going to do consecutively every single time i think that sometimes it's okay to take breaks again that's that gap that's that thing that i'm like it's human i think that we should not be living in a full 100 percent routine i think that sometimes you know you should take some time off like for instance skincare routine there have been many nights where i have been so pooped and tired from getting off at like 11 or 12 o'clock at night where I'm like, I don't want to do my skincare. All I want to do is go to sleep because I have to work again tomorrow. Tomorrow. So I think that, you know, and then, or some people may think they're like, I don't feel like taking a shower tonight because, again, I'm so tired. I'll just take one in the morning. Or, you know, I just think that you should not fully hold yourself accountable for things that you really cannot control, especially if you know you're going to get it done eventually. If you know you're going to take a shower in the morning and you don't take one at night, but you're like really, really, really tired, just go to sleep. Like you can really do it in the morning. Like it's really not that hard, you know? Basically, that's all I have to say about that. I just really think that hold yourself accountable, but like not to a certain point to where it's like you feel like a shitty person because you were not able to complete the task that you assigned yourself. Following up with that... Your life is not always going to be structured, but you, I don't think you should beat yourself o- up over it. Like, maybe college is just really shitty for you, and you have two science classes and a math class, which is, like, literally my worst nightmare, and I hope and pray that that never happens to me. But you could have, you know, all these different hard classes and you're like, I didn't even have enough time to plan for my next upcoming week because I was so busy working on the homework and the assignments and the tests and stuff like that that I have coming that I had coming up. I had no choice. I mean, I had no time to plan for my upcoming events. So I'm kind of confused. I feel like your life is not always going to be 100% structured, 100% organized. And I think sometimes it's okay to freestyle and go through life you know, willy-nilly. I feel like it teaches you a lesson. I don't know me personally. I think it's like kind of shows you how much you're willing and able to take. Because let me tell y'all, being unstructured on a very busy week when you're working two jobs and you're going and, and you're in college and you're like doing all these things is very, um, it's a different experience. I'll tell you that much. Um, I think that, you know, it's not for everybody, but I think that sometimes it's okay to go through life unstructured. And I think that it teaches life lessons. It does. Okay, another thing I think that is imperative that you do 
is I think that you need to set boundaries with inanimate objects. And I know you're looking at me sitting here and I and I and you and I know you think I'm boo-boo the fucking fool, but give me a second to explain. I think that it is absolutely like important that you set boundaries with things like social media. I'm just gonna go like in order. So I think it's so important to set boundaries with social media because Sometimes it can seem realistic and it'll look like, well, you know, some people actually do live like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to try to like spare your feelings. Some people do actually wake up at 3.30 in the morning and go to bed at 8 o'clock at night, you know, and to them, I say good for you. Not me, but good for you. And, you know, some people, you know, do go to the gym for two hours and then go to Pilates and all that other stuff and go for smoothies every morning and make, you know, a healthy breakfast. Again, good for you. I'm not hating on you. I wish I could be you. I am actively actually trying to get back into the gym. I was thinking about going today. I don't know if I'm going yet, but hey. Um, I think that it is so important to set boundaries with social media and to let yourself know that Every single person, just because you saw like one, two, three, four, five people living that lifestyle, every single person on social media or around you or on the earth is not living like that. There are people who are living like you that don't get up until 12 p.m. and go to bed at 2 a.m. There are people who, you know, have two, three, four, five jobs and don't have time to go to the gym or have time to, you know, make breakfast for themselves in the morning. There are people who cannot afford to be stay-at-home mothers and they have, you know, jobs even though they have a child who is only like a year or two old. I think that is so important to have not only structure but realistic structure. And I feel like social media, a lot of the times, it teaches unrealistic structure because I think that a lot of people's lives look perfect because that's the way that they set themselves up on social media where like, because let's just be honest, would you want to watch somebody's content if they're showing their realistic day in the life? Me personally, I love those realistic day in the lives, especially when it's places like New York. Um, I love watching people be like, would I spend in a realistic day in my life? Da, 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 or like what I do, like my job. I personally love that. But the majority of the people who are watching social media are trying to escape from the reality So they don't actually find content like that enjoyable. So um, content creators have to, you know, go out of their way. They make their life look aesthetic and soft girl vibes and all that other stuff. And they have to go and make their content look more untangible by the average person, which is why you see the content that you see where people are going and spending like Five, like $5,000 on self-maintenance every week and stuff like that because, well, they can afford it and I'm so happy for them. It's unrealistic for the average person, but, you know, that's who tears it up, the average person. Because, you know, it's kind of like a, I want to do it, but I can't, so I'll just live my life through them, vicariously through them. And I'm a huge consumer of the soft girl aesthetic. I love soft girl aesthetic, especially when it's black girl, black girl luxury. I eat that shit up every time it's on my For You page. Don't get me wrong at all. Like, I love that stuff. I'm just saying it's unrealistic for somebody like me who works two jobs and is currently in college, you know? So, yeah. I'm just saying set boundaries with social media. Don't let social media fool you. I think it's imperative that sometimes you take breaks from social media, whether it just be deleting, like, one app, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, Twitter, 
Or sometimes when you just have to like completely wipe all social medias off your phone and like go on a hiatus for whether it be, it could be a couple of days because I feel like people make it seem like if you don't delete social media for over a week or a month or whatever, that you were not really making any progress and that you're still addicted. I think that deleting it, even whether it be for 24 hours, I think that's still a big move. And I think you should be proud of yourself because some people can't even delete it for 12, okay? Some people can't delete it for four. Like, they just, they fiend for it and they need it. So, I think sometimes it's imperative that you take a break from social media. Another thing that I feel like, this is a touchy subject, okay? Just want to say that before we get there. But I feel like another thing that is so important with setting boundaries for is food. Now, me personally, I'm an eater. I love to eat. I love all things food. Um, I love to cook. I love to eat. I can't stress enough how much I love to consume food. Now, I've struggled a lot with setting boundaries with food because I used to... I basically live in an ingredient household. So whenever they would bring in snacks or whatever... I was like, oh my gosh, I have to eat this up because who knows when the next time that we're going to get this again. So I would kind of like eat up all the snacks within a couple of days. And it's a it was a really bad habit. Luckily, I like kind of snapped out of it because I feel like once I got my own job and like my own source of money and I was able to like buy my own food, I'm like, okay, this is getting kind of boring. No lie. I would rather have, you know, food, food instead of snacks. But I feel like setting boundaries with things like food is so important when you're having structure in your life because for instance when you're having when you're trying to have structure in your life and you're trying to have plans and stuff like that I feel like it kind of ruins the mood when you're snacking all day and you're supposed to have dinner with your friend you get to dinner with your friend and you really can't even consume your dinner because you're so full from eating all day long so I think that you know, having structure, knowing that you're going to dinner with a friend later on the day. So maybe you'll eat a late breakfast or you'll eat an early breakfast or early lunch so you can have room for dinner or something like that. Or, you know, stuff of that matters. So you know that you're available to do the thing that you want to do later on, basically. But moving on, um, setting boundaries with television and movies. Sometimes you're going to be triggered by what you watch. Um, For my family, um, my family grew up in like the very deep South. So, um, you know, they dealt with a lot of racism hands on um, first person. So they don't really enjoy shows that are like around black people and racism and like seeing black people, you know, like get brutally abused and stuff of that matter. So they tend, we tend not to watch movies like that unless it's like historical movies. And even then we, most of the time we won't watch it. I think that it is imperative to know what, how much you can stomach and handle and how much you cannot. And setting boundaries with, you know, like movies and TV shows and, Knowing what's your limit and how much you can emotionally handle, I think that's so important. Because for me personally, I can't stand horror movies. I'll say, I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. I hate horror movies. I can't stand them. Um, There's really no excitement for me in watching somebody go down the basement stairs, even though they heard screaming from the stairs and then they get murdered. I'm like, oh my gosh, please. And then on top of that, I'm going to have nightmares for the next two months. Like, yeah, no, it's just not a fun experience for me. So I think that having, you know, 
discipline with knowing what you like and what you don't like, I think that that's key in coming to entertainment. The next thing is having priorities. I think that having priorities is so interesting when it comes to having structure. I think that priorities are so important. Let me look up in the synonym for important because I know y'all sick and tired of listening to me say important. While I'm looking this up, though, I made cinnamon pound cake. Not pound cake, you dummy. I made cinnamon coffee cake um, because I work at a place that sells it. And, girl, that stuff is so good. I really did, like, I really did my my biggest one with that one, no lie. Anyways, but, yeah, I think having priorities is significant. Come on, big words. When it comes to having structure, because... All of your priorities, I mean, all of your goals in mind, because like I said earlier, have goals in life. But I think all of your goals are not necessarily the same level of priority. Like for me personally, right now in life, my goals are graduate college, um, get a new car, um, you know, Level up my podcast, um, get a new MacBook, go to New York next summer. I know it's sounding very expensive, y'all. Please, please. I plan to work for it all. But I think that, you know, some of those goals are above other goals. Like, for instance, I already have a MacBook. So the MacBook that I have right now will do until I can until I can afford another one. Um, What else did I say? My podcast, I'm working on it. I mean, I can only do so much. You know, the rest has got to be, you know, earned. So that's more of like a waiting process. It could be tomorrow. It could be next year. It could never, it could be never. You never know. Um, and like, but things that are more important to me are the things like the New York trip. Because I really, really, really have been wanting to go to New York for a very long time. Ever since I went way back in 2017. With my family, I really have been wanting to go back. So I'm planning a trip by myself that I need to start planning for soon because that thing is pricey. New York is expensive. But yeah, plan to go on a trip there. And also, you know, things of that matter. So I think that having priorities and prioritizing certain things on your list above others is so important. You know, graduating college is yet another priority for me. I think it's really important for me, even if my podcast did take off and I didn't really necessarily need a nine to five anymore, I would still pursue at least my bachelor's because right now I'm planning on pursuing my master's, if not my doctorates. But I'm still, I would still at least pursue my bachelor's because I feel like, you know, it's just something to hold on to. I, you know, I love psychology, so it would be a fun thing to experience. But having priorities is so important in life because I think that it teaches you how to grind in a sense. Because I feel like when you have priorities, I think that it kind of makes you want to go harder for the things that you're, you know, have in mind more. I don't know. I don't know. Did that make any sense? I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. But anyways... Learning how to say no when it comes to structure is very important. And I say this mainly for the scheduling aspect. 
there are going to be times when you have to tell your friends you cannot go out because you have homework or because you have work. There are going to be times when you have to tell your job, no, you cannot come in because you had made previous plans with your friends that you have not seen in months. There is going to be times when you have to, you know, put other things above. Because I know this is going to sound so dumb, but there are times when you have to go out with your friends instead of doing your homework. And I know you're like, you dummy, there should never be a time. Now, if you if you care about your mental health at all, then yes, there will be at least one time. When you kind of have to like say, accept that your work is going to be kind of past due and go hang with a friend or have a self-care night. Because I'm telling you, if you got every single one of your college assignments done on time, I I do not think you're mentally well. Because, oh my gosh. Like there's just so many and they're all due. It's just a lot. But I think that there are going to be times when you have to say no. And not only to certain, like, things. It could just be, like, in general. I feel like, I think learning how to say no is so important for each and every person because not only does it add structure to your, I mean, not only does it help the structure in your life, it also helps the structure of your relationships because it adds, like, a certain boundary because it lets people know that they can't run you over, you know? And that, you know, they kind of have to respect you because you know what you want and what you don't want. So I think learning to say no is so important. And I'm not going to lie, I literally just learned how to say no probably a couple years ago. Because I've always been a pushover. And, you know, sometimes you just got to stand up for yourself. And lastly, allowing there to be times for impulsivity and don't be against the idea of changing pre-existing plans. Now, I love this because sometimes you will have times, I mean, plans with your friends where you're like, we're going to go to this fancy restaurant. Okay, let me give an example, actually. So me and my friends, we were in college, freshman year. We were like, let's do something to signify, you know, like our last hangout with each other before we all head our separate ways back home. So we were going to go to a pottery class and then we were going to go get Korean barbecue. So we were like, okay, okay. So we, you know, we get dressed, semi-formal, and we pull up to the pottery place and the lady's like, oh, so actually we're not taking walk-ins at this time because I think it was like 5.30 and she was like, yeah, we stopped taking walk-ins after 5. So we headed out of there. We were a little disappointed, but whatever. And then me and my friend decided to go get cookies. And that was kind of impulsive because we were like, because the cookie place was literally like right next to the pottery place. And we were like, why not? So we go get cookies. The cookies were decent. The cookies were decent. They were all right. And then we get back to the car and we're like, okay, so what now? Because everybody was kind of irritated at that point. And then somebody was like, okay, let's go do bowling. So then we looked up bowling alleys nearby. We went to the nearest bowling alley. Girl, apparently the bowling alley was 18 plus. However the hell that's supposed to work. Or 21 plus, excuse me. So we couldn't get into that. So we leave that and we're like, okay, well, what the hell now? So we decide we were just going to skip the activity and go straight to the dinner. So we go to the Korean barbecue place and the Korean barbecue was really good. And we had a nice time. We were, you know, we were talking and watching K-pop on the TVs and just having a good time. And I think that 
it's, I think that I probably enjoyed that because then after that, I don't remember what we did. I think we went back to the dorms and just hung out in the common areas. But I think I enjoyed that more than I would have enjoyed going to pottery and then going to Korean barbecue because I think I would have been like, I don't know, like disoriented had I done pottery because I probably would have been like tired from like, I don't know. Well, eh, I don't know. Anyways, moving on. I think that it is okay sometimes to be impulsive and just to do things out of, you know, randomosity and just to do things for fun. And not only in that aspect, but I think like also adding maybe like a fun, you know, event to your calendar, whether it be going to grab ice cream in between, you know, classes or whether it be going to a coffee shop to do your homework instead of sitting at home or whether it be, I don't know, like adding things to your to-do list to make your life seem more enjoyable is so important for your mental health and your enjoyment of your life. I think that it is so important that you do it. And I think that, I don't know, I just love doing it. My problem is whenever I'm thinking of like fun, um, fun things to do, I'm like, okay, let's go get food because I love food. So I'm like, you know, add a little drink, add a little Starbucks drink, add a little um, food item, um, maybe like go get some fries, a burger, whatever, whatever, and just eat and do whatever I'm supposed to be doing. That's my version of fun. So yeah, I love having fun if that's what that is. But yeah. This is the ending of this episode. Thank y'all for listening. Um, go follow the Instagram at self therapy instead of the L. It's a one. There's no spaces, no commas, no periods, no underscores, no anything. Um, make sure y'all listen to the new episodes. New episodes are every Sunday. And yeah. Um love each and every one of you with every fiber of my being thank y'all for supporting me i know sometimes i tend to not make a lot of sense but thank you for bearing with me smooch